Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash and if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, this is a story we have covered before, but now is following with an update. So if you heard the story, please feel free to use the timestamps to skip straight to the update. And it's from UnluckyOwl8087, who says, Am I the arsehole for kicking out my brother even though he saved my life? I was in a terrible marriage. I got married to a 21-year-old right out of high school. I didn't know how I was going to get out. I had no money, no career, and two young children to care for. My brother took me in. He paid for college and his wife looked after my children while I worked my first job. I owe a lot to them. I have built a life for myself and without their sacrifice, I would have been adrift in life or worse. My elder daughter is trans. She came out six months ago. It's been a hard adjustment for us all, but she is thriving. Her grades are better. She is a happy teenager right now. My brother doesn't approve. He has been berating me for letting my child indulge in delusions. He gets upset when he sees her dressed in feminine clothes. She doesn't come out of her room when he visits. He isn't outright cruel, but it is obvious that he doesn't approve of her and it is hurting her. She used to look up to him. I've tried to talk to him about it, but he doesn't listen to me. He has always been stubborn to a fault. I told him not to come to my house if he isn't going to treat her respectfully. He got upset and he is not talking to me. My mother is furious with me. She thinks I am being ungrateful. He has done a lot for me. She thinks I should have been firm, but I shouldn't have kicked him out of my house. I feel like I'm in a terrible position. I feel incredibly ungrateful for kicking my brother out who saved us. It would have taken me years more to get out of the marriage. I know I'm doing the right thing, but it feels all wrong and horrid to kick my brother out when he has done so much for us. And before we go to the update, we'll cover a couple of comments. I'll do some different ones this time than the last time. With Miss Ashheart92, who says, Not the arsehole. Your daughter's happiness and health should always come first. And you are doing the best you can by supporting her, which is amazing. Despite your brother saving your life, you can't excuse his actions. You're in the right for kicking him out. A deleted user says, Not the arsehole. And not even close to everyone sucks here. You owe your brother, no doubt there, but you are obligated to your child and doing the right thing, so as long as you're not the one pushing any kind of new moves in their journey. Fiance Aeroplane says, not the asshole, your brother loved you and helped you. Now you have a child though, and that child's well-being comes first. But the end of your post shows you already know this. If this thread is because you need a bit of reassuring that you're doing the right thing, then I'll give you that. Protect your daughter's well-being first, then worry about your adult brother. I don't think you're obligated to do this, but you can try to educate him. Whether or not that at work is down to him, and given this is probably quite new to you, you're maybe not in a position yet where you feel comfortable taking that on. 
Just be clear that you're not kicking him out because you don't care about him or because you don't value what he did for you. That this is about his treatment of your daughter and that whenever he's ready to learn some compassion and understanding that he's welcome back. Mr. Hamman80 says not the arsehole. How can you be an arsehole for protecting your daughter from a transphobe? That's parenting 101. You did the right thing. If he can't treat your daughter with basic human decency and respect, he shouldn't be allowed around your daughter. It's not his place to approve or give his blessing or anything else he thinks he gets a right to do. He doesn't just sound stubborn. He sounds arrogant. Also, your mum's comment about you being ungrateful is pretty sickening to me. Doing good things does not count as doing bad things, ever. You don't owe your brother the right to treat your child like shit. Your mum is pulling what I call the Bill Cosby defense. If your mum comes at you with this again, ask her this. If Bill Cosby did a lot of work for women's rights and charities, would that give him the right to sexually assault them? There's only one correct answer to this and it's not that the women are being ungrateful. Currently in your situation, your mum would currently say yes. I don't know who I dislike in this more. The ignorant transphobe or your mother who is enabling him. And one more from Sunday is my jam who says not the asshole. You're setting a healthy boundary to protect your child. Don't stop. Your story reminds me of something I read in Untamed by Glennon Doyle and quotes, a woman becomes a responsible parent when she stops being an obedient daughter. When she finally understands that she is creating something different from what her parents created. When she begins to build her island, not to their specifications, but to hers. When she finally understands that it's not her duty to convince everyone on her island to accept and respect her and her children. It is her duty to allow onto her island only those who already do and who will walk across the drawbridge as the beloved, respectful guests they are. So now we're going to move on to the update to see what that says. Update. I read a lot of the comments posted and I realized that almost everyone was voting in support of me. It helped with the gnawing guilt I had over the situation. I have a very small Insta account where I post pictures of my children to share with a family. I made it a point to post pictures of my daughter being happy. I asked my sister-in-law to show it to him so he could see how happy she is. It took some time, but he came around. My brother is stubborn, but my niece is just as stubborn. My sister-in-law told me that they had more than a few yelling matches about this topic. It took some time, but they slowly wore him down. We talked and he said he didn't understand it all, but he could see that my daughter is happy. My daughter was hesitant to meet him, but they had a good conversation and he apologized. He even shed a few tears. She is very happy that our uncle is going to spend time with her now. I'm sure it won't be easy, but I think their relationship will be fine. And hopefully this is one of those stories where communication and education for the uncle is what's going to be key and it keeps moving in a positive direction for the whole family. But what do you guys make of the update in this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another one. Now our next story comes from a random string of characters and it follows with a mini update as well, who says, am I the asshole for calling my wife selfish and ungrateful when she suggested we cut back on savings for our son's college rather than spending for her entertainment? Using my lurking account, don't usually post with it, but I need to get this off my chest without getting back to my family. I, male 29, work full-time to support my son, 15 months, and wife, 28. She's unemployed, but is a stay-at-home mum, and we're both happy with that, usually. Recently, money's been tight as I haven't been bringing as much home. I work in sales on commission, so I've been trying to figure out how to make ends meet while looking for a better job. 
We spend about $60 a month on four to five streaming services, HBO, Netflix, etc. And my wife spends about $50 a month on mobile games and over $100 on ordering lunch through Uber Eats. I wouldn't mind if we could afford it, but right now we can't. When I brought up cutting back, she said the streaming services and mobile games were the only breaks she had from working at keeping up the house and caring for our son and ordering out made lunchtime a break instead of more work for her. I asked her to please stop ordering out and to get rid of some of the streaming services or the mobile games. She said that's silly and it was the hair dye and teeth whitening I pay for that was why we're short each month and I shouldn't be so vain and to give this up for the family. I spend about $150 for them every few months and if it was just me, that'd be one thing, but I get both done for work. Believe me, I wish it wasn't the case, but people are just more open and friendly with me when I'm not a ginger dude with brown teeth. I don't want to have to do it, but I feel I have to, so I'm on a level playing field. I said she had plenty of time to relax when I got home, since I always cook and clean up after dinner and take care of our son until bedtime. She told me that doesn't mean anything when she can't do the things she enjoys, as if she didn't enjoy spending time with me, and that we would have plenty of money if I didn't put $200 a month away for our son's college fund. I reminded her that we agreed to this before our son was born, and that if we didn't keep at it, we weren't going to have enough when he turns 18. She said we didn't even know if he wanted to go to college yet, and I had no idea how hard it was raising a child. I have plenty of experience feeding and changing diapers and that our work at home is just as stressful as my job, if not more. I might be the asshole already, but this is the part that really stuck with me. I said she was ungrateful for the work I was doing and selfish to think of her own entertainment over providing for our son. She snapped back at me that I was being abusive both emotionally and by trying to withhold money. And at that point, I was just floored and walked out. I'm hiding away in my home office now. She's never said anything like that to me before. And to be honest, I don't really know what she means as far as withholding money since I've always given her what she asked for as far as I can remember. Is it really abusive to cut back on spending? Did I go too far? Edit, I wasn't very clear on the Uber Eats thing. So for people asking questions, I don't know exactly how much it is as I never added it all up, but it's three times a week. So between $100 and $400 a month. Also, I appreciate you all for taking the time to share your thoughts. Look, it's one of those ones where I think, I always think there is a better way to deal with certain situations, explain what's happening with the money, sit down, look at spreadsheets, that sort of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know, very geeky stuff. But I'm still going to say I'm not the asshole in this situation. $400 on Uber Eats, man, come on now. Four to five streaming services and $50 on mobile games per month. I know, you know, we all need our entertainment and stuff like that, but when you're in a situation, I'm, I'm putting myself in wife's shoes, and you know, if I was looking at a sheet that said, you know, we're in the red right now, money's going down, we're trying to save for our son's future here as well, I could certainly go down to one streaming service. And I do understand that, you know, she needs some entertainment there, but mobile games as well, money pits. Don't put your money into those, please. And the $400 a month on Uber Eats is just, wow. That's a lot of money to spend on food like that. Especially when you can like just batch cook something at the start of the week. It's what I do. Make a soup or something so you can have for your lunch. And, you know, again, putting myself in wife's shoes in the situation, I, I think I could definitely see, you know, it was too much. And we should be working together in the situation. Not against each other. It's for your future. Why attack each other? It gets you both nowhere in the end. Compromise, compromise, compromise. All there is to it. 
But Fire LaCroix says not the asshole. $50 on mobile games a month. The fuck is that all about? There are games you can buy for $10 and play for hundreds of hours. Introduce her to Stardew Valley or Minecraft or something. Uber Eats is just a goddamn scam. Get rid of that bullshit immediately. Tell her to rotate streaming services. I doubt she's watching HBO, Disney+, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and Hulu enough each month to make each of them worth each amount. I rotate them on a monthly basis. One month is HBO month, next is Hulu month, next is Disney month, etc. Don't sacrifice your kid's future or your wife's momentary pleasure. MysticalMac99 says, Not the asshole, get rid of Uber Eats. That one is fair. You bring lunch to work and so does your wife. Uber Eats is such an expensive and so unnecessary. Deleting the app saved me money. Oh my God. No, you're not abusive and she should apologize for saying that. You're trying to keep the family financially afloat, not blocking her access to money. Tell her half the game's got to go, but the streaming services are needed as a parent. How else do you drown out your children screaming and playing? There's games that don't cost money monthly. You cut back too. Apprehensive Eb says, Info, before asking her to cut back, did you both sit down and look at your budget together? Do it if you haven't and compromise. Look at it this way. The reason why she might have said that to you is that it feels like she's the only one who has to give up anything and you don't have to cut back your monthly extra spending. If you can find a good mix to cut back on between both of you, that'll work best. Shy Fidelity says, Everyone sucks here. This is a question for a relationship sub. I think you might need a mediator. It's reasonable for you both to look into cutting some expenses. You don't need to call her names to make a point. That was uncalled for. If you're allowed to suggest ways to cut back, so is she. Literature Capital 486 says, Not the asshole. I'm a stay-at-home mom with three kids, and let me tell you, they are a handful. I love taking breaks when I can, but I could never fathom spending that much money on me alone. England Emma says compromise. She needs to half her Uber Eats spending. You need to cut back on your spending. Agree on an amount for you both to have on non-essentials. And you also need to cut back the 200 to 100 for college funds whilst money is tight. Everyone sucks. Neither of you sound like you're able to have an adult conversation about money. And before we move on, we have the small update, which says the best piece of advice I got here was that it should be us versus them, not me versus you. I came in with you, you, you instead of we. I was able to have a good discussion after we calmed down and reframed it as we need to cut back somewhere so we can keep up with our bills. Can you help me figure it out? And that worked wonders. I'm still not sure I'm okay with what was said in the moment, but that's another matter. Anyone reading this who is going through a rough patch with money in their own marriage, try asking your SO for help instead of telling them what to do might save you from stepping on a landmine. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Now, our next story comes from NeitherDirector3363, who asks, Am I the asshole for kicking everyone out of my house during Thanksgiving dinner? I-46 male have been pretty unlucky when it comes to marriages. There were issues on both sides, but mainly mine. I'm disappointed to say I've been married three times and I didn't have kids with any of them. I met this wonderful woman, 31 female, at a poker game six years ago and we've been together ever since with no plans to get married or have kids ever. My family is a very traditional, wealthy Christian and Republican family. All my brothers had to grow up, marry a woman that would have to be a stay-at-home mum and have a family. While my girlfriend is an ex-Muslim from Russia who loves to party hard. A liberal and used to be married to a woman. She also owns a successful car company where she customizes cars. I have no shame in saying she's a badass. My family very much dislike her because how opposite of my family she is. They have never said anything rude to her or my face but, but I know they talk about her behind their back. My girlfriend used to have a son with her ex-wife, but he sadly passed away before I met her. He passed eight years ago. This was at a time where she was heavily using and drinking. The reason for his death has nothing to do with her old habits though. She never talks about her son or his death besides from showing me a few pictures and sharing one or two stories. Her and her ex-wife have a great friendship now and her ex always shows me pictures of their son. This Thanksgiving, my mum said to my girlfriend, Well, maybe if you didn't have a snow blizzard up your nose and didn't make 10 stops at a special pharmacy every week, I would be able to have a grandson from my youngest child. This was far out of line from her and I could tell my girlfriend was in shock and was about to yell at everyone. But before I could, I went off on everyone at the dinner table. My aunts, uncles, nephews and nieces, brothers and their wives and my mum and dad. People who didn't deserve to be yelled at. The Thanksgiving was hosted at our house so we couldn't just up and leave. So as my girlfriend went outside to calm down and I kicked everyone out of my house mid-dinner with no leftovers for anyone, most of my family keeps texting me saying how it was incredibly rude of me to kick everyone out mid-dinner and how my girlfriend and I should apologize to everyone, but especially my mum, for disrupting the dinner and kicking people out when it was hosted at our house. In all fairness, most of the people at the table have said something negative about my girlfriend behind her back before. So am I the arsehole? And we're going to start off with Cod is my co-pilot who says not the arsehole. Good for you for standing up to your toxic family and for showing your girlfriend that you have her back. OP replies saying, I'll admit, when we first started dating, I did hear some things people said about her. And I said nothing because I was too scared. But now after six years, I have no shame in standing up for her. I am getting the pig says not the arsehole. They sound toxic as hell. OP replies saying, they very much are, but not all of them. Most of my younger nieces and nephews like my girlfriend and were excited to be at our house for Thanksgiving, but were kicked out. That's what I mainly feel guilty about. RB1327 says, everyone sucks here. Fair enough to tell your mother to get out and maybe others would have followed. Who knows? But, but similarly, including everyone else, that was a bit much. If you legitimately think these are bad people, then why are you hosting them for Thanksgiving? Also, why does your family know so much about your girlfriend's past anyway? Seems like a less is more approach would have been the way to go here. 
Bending college grads has not the arsehole for kicking them out, as you ask for such judgment, but everyone sucks here except your amazing wife. I say this because, in quotes, this Thanksgiving, my mum said to my girlfriend, well, maybe if you didn't have a snow blizzard up your nose and didn't make 10 stops at a special pharmacy every week, I'd be able to have a grandson from my youngest child. Then goes on to say, you told someone in the family about your wife's past. You already knew they probably wouldn't like her and do not. Come on, why do that? And we'll finish up with Kano B who says, huh? Why all the not the arseholes? Sure, mum was an arsehole. She sounds downright psychotic, so kick her out. No problem with that. But what the hell did your niece ever do to you? Your aunt, your uncles? Why take your mum's bullshit out on everyone? You're the arsehole. Red Gambit replies saying, are you the niece? KnoB replies that saying, I'm the niece's boyfriend, and I want to kick all of you out of this thread over the disrespect she was shown. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Did OP overreact in this situation? Did they do the right thing? Should they have even had the family around to begin with? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Just Wanted to Explore, who asks, am I the asshole for complaining about my coworker bringing his toddlers to the office? My office reopened a few weeks ago. One of my coworkers has two toddlers and he lost his wife during the pandemic. They were a two income family and he told me that they were struggling a bit financially, especially after all the medical bills prior to his wife's death. May she rest in peace. Due to the pandemic, our office layout has changed and everyone required to come to the office were given rooms to use instead of the cubicles we usually use. When my coworker requested in the team meeting to be allowed to bring his kids to work, none of us objected. We were sure that he would get a big office and it would not disturb us. I work in a male-dominated field and there are only three female employees and I'm the only one in our floor. My coworker constantly leaves his children with me for hours. I feel like I'm doing more babysitting than my actual job. He doesn't even ask permission. He just asks the kids to go to my office. The kid just says, my dad asked me and my brother to stay with you. When I confront him, he says that he is in a meeting or needs to concentrate, etc. The last draw for me was when I found out he left his kids with me and had gone for lunch with a few of his office friends. I went to HR and complained about this. He confronted me and told me that because of my complaint, he was told by the HR that he can work from home if he wants, but he cannot bring his children to work anymore. He said that the only reason he went to lunch was to gel more with the manager so that he is on their good side and to make sure that he will receive hikes, bonuses, and promotion. He said that he would never be able to finish his work, hit his targets and get bonuses if he works from home, and he is gonna lose a lot of money with baby care if he decides to come to the office. He is not wrong. It is very hard and slow to work from home. Work gets done much easier and faster from office. Now everyone, edit, except my team and manager, are pissed at me for complaining against a struggling father and grieving widower. Am I the asshole for directly going to HR? I requested him several times to not send his kids to my office unannounced, but I never warned him that I would go to HR if he kept it up. Edit, for the sake of transparency, he has never lied to me. He does send his kids only when he has important meetings or deadlines. He's more client focused, so he has more meetings than me. My work is more internal and I rarely have meetings. His manager is known for taking it personally if people do not attend outside office activities, such as lunches or dinners or weekend potlucks, etc. He labels such people as poor team players. Look, it's incredibly sad that this guy has lost his wife during the pandemic. 
you know, I feel for anyone that's going through something like that at the moment. And there's a lot of problems in this story and none of them are your issue. And again, it's an incredibly unfortunate situation, but it's like when, whenever we cover one of the stories with family and family always pipes up at the end and says, oh, you're a bad person for not doing that. And, and your co-workers are that family in this situation. And if they got such a problem with it, why didn't they step up and look after the child rather than just criticizing you? I bet they won't do that. If I was working and someone kept sending their kids to my office, I'd be absolutely fuming as well. It's detrimental to your work day. And that's not what you're being paid to do, to look after someone's children. And I know it's an incredibly unfortunate situation for the father, for the kids, but it's not the arsehole from me. You can't continue down this road like that. But Lucy first says not the arsehole. You're not a babysitting service. It's especially insulting being left with the kids as a female. Why this situation is unfortunate, it's not your responsibility to fix. Big Blue Bridge says absolutely not the arsehole. If your co-workers are so dead set on supporting a struggling and grieving single father, they are welcome to provide childcare themselves. I had a manager who repeatedly tried to leave his infant with me while I was expected to run a medical clinic and see patients. There was no reason for the child to be present other than decreasing his childcare costs. On the third incident of this, I was doing a mental health consult and Putz walked out to attend the meeting and said, leaving the baby with you on his way out. I simply closed the clinic, picked up said infant in car seat and walked directly into the office of the colonel. I interrupted his meeting by placing the car seat down and said, you forgot something, your baby. Bless her infant heart. I left, she screamed and screamed and screamed. He never brought his baby to work again. Jedi Mind Chick says, not the asshole. He has absolutely no business sending his children to your office without permission, as if you don't have work to do yourself. If you told him to stop multiple times, you have every right to go to HR. It's disturbing your work and is unprofessional. He needs to find childcare. Knight Grimwood says, not the asshole. I understand that you're having a hard time, but I'm not your female replacement for watching your kids. Do it yourself. I'd go to HR as well because this is not okay. Forza84 says, okay, I was absolutely ready to call you the arsehole based on your first two paragraphs, but then the actual issue showed up. It's not that he brings his kids, it's that he dumps his kids on you. Going to HR is absolutely the right call. What would happen if, God forbid, one of them had gotten into any sort of trouble, pulled a cable and got a shock, something dropped on them while they were either on their way to you or in your care? that you neither agreed to nor presumably trained for. Not the arsehole. There's also the obvious issue of your work being significantly impacted that you need to see her for. But even without that. CYA, see ya? Not sure what that is. And one more from Positive Mango who says not the arsehole. His kids are not your problem. Sorry for his loss, but he only sent his kids to you because you're a woman. He would never try that with a man. You can let everyone know that you have no problem with him bringing in his kids, but they can take turns looking after them. Honestly, I would have locked my door and let the kids wander back to him and yell from my office, go back to your dad. He's actually so rude for using the widower card and forcing you to look after his kids after you told him no. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. A huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel. And if you've made it this far, please consider hitting that like button right now. It really helps out. And if you want to support the channel further, you can click the join button down below, link tree in the Patreon, all sorts of ways to help out if you really want to. Also a playlist at the very end of the video. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you 
cheeky so-and-so <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.